This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. We have a special show this week. We actually have a guest joining us. Yes, someone else will be speaking other than myself on the Value Investor Podcast. So Zach's director of ETF research, Nina Mishra, is joining us to talk about everything that's going on in the value ETF world, because believe it or not, value ETFs are hot. Yes, we're finally hot, everybody. And we are the big winners here in 2021. Now, on prior podcasts, I have discussed various value ETFs, how you can you know, invest in value using ETFs, which ones were out there and available. Um, but this show, we're going we're gonna to cover all the hot ones and what ones you should be watching. And maybe we're going to discuss whether or not it's too late to get in now. Um, has the run already happened? I know all of us value investors can be real pessimistic about these kind of rotations when value does get hot because it, it seems not to last real long. But I feel like there's there's a little bit more momentum this year than we normally see. So this could last longer than what we've seen in the past. I hope so, fingers crossed. But there's a lot going on with value ETFs this year. And so now we, we have the experts. So welcome to the show, Nina. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a very interesting topic. So I'm exci- very excited to talk about it. Yeah, me too. So I'm just going to start off with all the money is rotating into value now, right? Since it's the hottest sector, is that right? I'm like laughing yeah. because yes. um, I find it hard to believe that that could be happening. Yeah, right. Uh, so value has underperformed growth. Value had underperformed growth for over a decade. And uh, since September, value actually started outperforming growth. So if you look at the performance of uh, the Vanguard Russell 1000 value ETF and uh, compare it to the Vanguard Russell 1000 growth ETF, you will see that the value ETF is up over 36% since September of last year, whereas the growth ETF has gained just about 18%. So this difference we had not seen for the past so many years, and it is really exciting. And it's the value ETFs which have been gathering a lot of assets this year. Uh, Last year, we saw that technology and emerging technology stocks and ETFs were getting a lot of love from investors. But this year, we are seeing a lot of inflows into value ETFs, into financial ETFs, not so much into energy, even though energy is the best performing sector, but energy, energy as we talk uh, frequently energy has been hated for such a long time and so that is why we haven't seen so much impact on um, an energy ETFs but financial ETFs have gathered a lot of assets and value ETFs like the most popular one of the most popular value ETFs VTV it has gathered almost 9.5 billion in assets so this is this is really exciting and the start of a new trend uh, whether it continues it remains to be seen. Right, right. Um, that Vanguard value ETF you just mentioned, the VTV, that uh, $9.5 billion in inflows, that would put it into the top five for the year. Is that right? 
Yeah, in terms of inflows, it is one of the top five okay. ETFs, wow. which is very, very impressive. Yes, and I, I want to remark that it is actually beating the ARC Innovation ETF. That's the Kathy Wood one. That's the darling of all investors, the ARKK one. That's only brought in $6.6 billion so far. Oh, which is uh, which is really surprising because the EDF <laughs> is down for the year. It is right. down about 10%. Uh, but uh, investors, there are many Kathy Wood fans out there. Yeah. And we do not know. Maybe in the longer term, uh, ARKK will outperform. Uh, Kathy Wood has been saying that uh, the inflection point will be here soon. Uh, so uh, we do not know. But uh, if you compare inflows into ARC ETFs and value ETFs, you see the big difference this year because last year ARC ETFs were the big market darlings and they had done very well. So the investors chase performance. So they were just putting money into ARC ETFs. Uh, ARC was one of the top 10 ETF providers. They had climbed the ETF leaderboard, the ETF providers leaderboard, and they had become one of the top 10 ETF providers at the end of last year. And now they have slipped from that spot. They are no longer the top 10. Okay. Now, why do you think the Vanguard value ETF is the one value that all the money is flowing into? Why is this one one of the most popular with inflows this year? So this is a very cheap ETF. Uh, okay. It charges just four basis points and uh, very popular. It has over 83 billion in assets. So uh, this this ETF and similar value ETFs, uh, which are very cheap and very popular uh, and plain vanilla, simple to understand, they are used by advisors in the ETF model portfolios. And ETF model portfolios are becoming very popular in the last few years. So that is why we have seen a lot of inflows into value ETFs that are cheap, popular, and plain vanilla. Though there are some other value ETFs, which we will discuss later on the show, which have done even better, the small cap value ETFs, the pure value ETFs, but they haven't gathered uh, as much assets as the plain vanilla cheap value ETFs like VTB. Yeah, it makes sense. If you are uh, a new to value investing or you just want to move some quick money in there, you're just looking for like the basics. And that's mm -hmm. what this ETF reminds me of. I looked at what areas it's in. So financials is the biggest sector with 21.7%, then healthcare at 17.7, industrials are 13.7. And I did look at energy, but it's just 5.1%. It has 338 stocks. So it's not huge, but it's a little bit bigger. Um, and then I looked at the top 10 holdings. And these are some of the names that, again, if you're looking for just kind of the basic large cap value, you would you would get some of these. So Berkshire Hathaway is in there, JP Morgan, Johnson & Johnson, United Health Group, Procter & Gamble, Bank of America, Comcast, Exxon, Intel, and Verizon. Those are the top 10. And that's about 20% of this ETF. So this is like a basic kind of, you know, just you want some value, so you're getting in it. 
Right, right. Uh, this is this is uh, you know one of the starting uh, ETFs that investors can use, especially investors who are new to the ETF world. This is a great ETF. And talking about the sector exposure, if yeah. you look at the sector performance, energy is actually the best sector, best performing sector this year. It is up almost forty-seven percent, and financials is actually the second best but a distant second if you compare the performance of energy and financials financials are up about 30 percent this year but most of the outperformance of value etfs especially large cap value etfs like vdb is being driven by financials and uh, other sectors like industrials too uh, because energy has become such a small part of major indexes energy had been underperforming for the past 10 years and also because of the new trend of investing in ESG uh, many investors exited out of uh, energy stocks and ETFs Uh, so uh, just imagine where this ETF would happen if energy was a larger part of the portfolio yeah it would really be on fire and it's already hot Okay, Um, let's switch over to maybe some more than niche players. So I wrote this down um, because I saw this the other day. And so it reminded me of this podcast. So if you want to hit a home run instead of a double, then you got to go for more of these aggressive niche players. Even in value, we have niche players. So some of those have been killing it, as you already were referencing and a couple of those I've talked about on the podcast before. So one of those is the Invesco S&P Small Cap 600 Pure Value ETF. That's RZV is the ticker on that one. And this one is among the hottest ETFs this year, is it not? Yeah, so this is a very interesting ETF. It invests in small cap stocks with the strongest purest value characteristics and uh, this is one of the top performers this year and there is another ETF uh, similar by Invesco and that is uh, the ticker symbol is XSVM it is the Invesco S&P small cap value with momentum ETF so it looks at value and momentum both factors that has done even better this year uh, that is you know one of the top performers in the value EDF space but those EDFs are not very popular with investors they are smart beta EDF they use slightly little bit more complicated methodologies and they are also slightly more expensive uh, because of this uh, enhanced indexing that they use the smart beta indexing that they that they use but if you want to look at uh, ETFs that uh, invest in purest purest value stocks and with a small cap tilt then these are the ETFs you should look at RZV and XSVM so the XSVM the one with momentum what what is the difference there like what is driving that outperformance is it still the financials the same as it would be with the rzv just the pure value without the momentum or does that one have more exposure to energy do you know 
So this has, uh, the top sector is actually consumer cyclical. So it is, uh, I guess it has benefited from uh, outperformance of the, some of the uh, meme stocks too. In fact, I see that GameStop is the top holding oh. currently. <laughs> and uh, compared to uh, compa compared to the RZV, it has uh, higher exposure to industrials and technology as well. So some of the technology stocks which have done well, and you know, uh, people talk about tech rack and all that, but uh, technology is, uh, many technology stocks are uh, at their all-time highs in the large cap space also if you look at uh, google and facebook they are close to all-time high nvidia and some of the smaller technology stocks have also done very well so this etf which all, uh, which has larger exposure to consumer cyclical and technology it has done even better than rcv uh, but you know it uh, with such a large exposure, more than 10% exposure to GameStop, it is a bit risky. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's a little that's a little crazy there. But I noticed that Bed Bath and Beyond is also in the top 10. It's only one percent of the holdings, but that's kind of been a Reddit stock as well. And then I see that there's some agriculture and energy stocks in there, which is interesting. And those definitely have had momentum for sure. So that makes sense that they would be in here. So that's kind of cool. I didn't know that these momentum uh, funds exist. Now, does this one have similar expense ratio uh, costs as as the RZV? That one is 0.35%, which is a little bit pricey. So this is uh, 39 basis points. Uh, so th this is also pricey because they both these ETFs, they use enhanced uh, stock selection and weighting methodology. So because of higher indexing costs, these are slightly more expensive. And talking about meme stocks, in fact, RZV also has a little bit of exposure to Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, at okay. least yesterday, till yesterday it had though a very small part. Uh, so, you know, all those stocks were small cap value stocks earlier, so maybe they will go out of these ETFs at the time of next next rebalancing because they are neither small cap stocks. Many of them are not small cap any longer, and right. they are certainly not value <laughs> any longer. Right. So some, some of uh, these stocks will definitely go out of these um, ETFs at the time of next uh, rebalancing. And there's another, you know, uh, ETF which invests in purest value stocks and uh, which I like, uh, which is cheaper too, uh, uh, but this is also not very popular. Uh, it is called the iShares Focused Value Factor ETF, ticker symbol is FOVL, and this is cheaper than uh, RZV and XSMB. This has an expense ratio of 25 basis points, uh, but this also tries to select uh, the stocks which have the best value characteristics. And this has exposure to all large cap, mid cap, uh, and small cap stocks. This is more of a, like a catch all type of one. Yes, right, right. How many stocks are in that one? Is, is it small or I'm trying to look at it? Let me take a look. Because I know that there's one 
168 in the small pure value ETF. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's why it's so much more concentrated because they can actually find that many value stocks. It's yes. on some of these other ones where it's, you know, six, 700 or whatnot that you just, there aren't that many value stocks really. But um, this one, they have the this whole- This 42 stocks. 482, okay. Let's Sorry, 42, 42. Oh, 42. Yes. Oh, that's super concentrated. Okay. Yes. So, yes. yeah, you're really going for, you know, the more deep value here, most likely with this one. Right. And if you want to look at a more diversified uh, pure value stock, which is uh, not too expensive, this one by Avantis, it is Avantis US small cap value ETF, uh, ticker symbol is ABUV. And this is an actively managed ETF and it tries to look for small cap companies with the best value characteristics, uses some fundamental criteria and has an expense ratio of 25 basis points which is very reasonable for an actively managed ETF and this is quite popular 1.3 billion in assets and has gathered a lot of assets this year too and this has a much more diversified portfolio if you are worried about the concentration in the earlier ETF FOVL that we discussed this has more than 660 holdings so a very well diversified ETF uh, not too expensive and looks for uh, pure value within uh, small cap space. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've not I've not heard of of these these ones before, but that is intriguing to get an actively managed one, mm -hmm. um, especially with with value heating up here. You might you might want to have just some kind of manager who knows what they're doing, trying yeah, to so, uh, you know find the winners here. Yeah. So this the, the, that is why it has gathered more than 500 million this year itself. It yeah. has the total assets is 1.3, and out of which 500 more than 500 has come this year itself because of oh. outperformance of value and uh, small cap. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Now there is also a pure value ETF for the S&P 500, right? Invesco has one of those, ticker RPV. Yes. So if yes. you're interested in not just having the small cap with that that kind of pure play, you can do you can do this one for the S&P 500, right? Yes. So this uh, looks for purest value stocks uh, within the S&P 500. So large cap, mostly large cap space. And this is also done better than plain vanilla uh, value ETFs like VTV. Um, but uh, this is also, uh, this is the same expense ratio as RZV 35 basis okay. points. So you spend a little bit more and uh, you get a little bit uh, more diversified, sorry, uh, concentrated portfolio than BDV. This has 122 holdings. Uh, so Invesco has this suite of pure value and pure growth. Pure value is called RPV and pure growth is called RPG. So they take the S&P 500 uh, space and they divide that into three buckets, pure value and in between is the blend and then pure growth RPG. So RPG was one of the best performers over the past decade. And this year RPV has taken over wow. after being ignored for past so, so many years. Right, right. Well, it's about time. Mm -hmm. 
so so I I had a question for you. So I okay. I read one comment by a market expert uh, that uh, this kind of rotation into value we had seen at the time of internet bubble burst, and that yeah. uh, at that time the rotation lasted for at least a couple of years. And he said that we may see this trend again because last year uh, technology was so hot, but we haven't actually seen tech correct this year. As, as I mentioned earlier, some of the technology stocks are still at their all-time highs, touching new record highs. So do you think, do you see the similarity uh, between this value rotation and the value rotation that you must have seen at the time of internet bubble burst? Um, I would say no, for the reason mm -hmm. you just gave, is that yeah. we haven't had the tech bust yet. I feel like this rotation is just going into the areas that have underperformed because they've underperformed, but they're not going into it as like a, a safety play necessarily. They're going into it because it's cheap, but yes. they're not, you know, in, in 2000, it was like, oh, you know, I can't be in tech, everything's crashing. So I'll just put my money over here into, um, you know, a bank or something to keep it kind of safe. But now with everything still trading, you know, near the all-time highs, there hasn't been some kind of big tech wreck yet, as you mentioned, or even a bust, really. So people are just trying to find, you know, maybe the next hot momentum areas. And it just does happen to be a lot of these value-type sectors that we mentioned, like financials and energy, because they have been just so underperforming the last couple of years. So I kind of feel like this is a a rotation in inside a bigger bull market still different than 2000 when we were we were heading into the bear market so everybody does does go into value in bear markets but this one is like a surge in value in within a bull also um, we did see some of that in the late 90s in the drug stocks and some of the transports did real well at the end of the 1990s as well. Um, so that's that reminds me of this this rally a bit. But some of these, you know, banks nobody really wants to be in those. But someone is this year because <laughs> it's yes, yeah, it exactly. So much. Uh, um, yes. And then energy, even though it has been huge this year. When you do look back on like a five-year chart, it's still pretty devastating. Like I right. looked at the XLE ETF, and I think that's still down on the five-year chart, like 17% versus the S&P 500 being up 100% during that five-year period. So that's just, that's pretty devastating underperformance, even with, you know, the big gains. So it's going to take a while before people believe at all in in certain sectors like energy, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, it has been very, very painful for energy investors. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it would take some time for these sectors to recover. And that, that is one of the reasons why energy has become such a small part of uh, major indexes. Yeah. And talking about energy and value and small cap, there's another ETF which has done very well this year. Okay. Uh, so it is the Invesco's S&P Small Cap Energy ETF ticker symbol is PSCE. This is up almost 90% this year. Wow. And 
but if you look at past five years performance uh, it is almost half yeah. almost half so yeah. uh, for long-term investors very bad but those who right. entered this year uh, it's been pretty good so uh, I in fact yeah, I, in fact, do not even know much about the holdings of the CTF, the smaller energy companies, which are doing very well this year. Yeah, I did look at some of these. Um, I know all these because I do follow the energy. Mm -hmm. So these are these are the, the usual names. They're not all EMPs. Some are just in services within small cap energy as well. But um, this is very concentrated. So, yeah, if you're if you're looking for a way to just to just play the energy rebound and you want the small guys not exxon and chevron then you are getting quite a nice variety in this etf i feel yeah true true yeah. And, and plus the performances so if we believe that oil can continue to rally then probably the ctf is definitely worth a look and uh, there was an article in the wall street journal recently that in where option traders are now uh, betting that oil will go to hundred dollars. Uh, uh -huh. So if if you believe in that, then this uh, EDF is definitely worth a look. Yeah. Now, how are the the fees on this one? Is is this one more pricey too? Yes, so this is 29 basis points, so oh. slightly cheaper than RCV, but still more expensive uh, because of its unique exposure. So it's, again, yeah. a part of Invesco suite and 29 basis points in expense ratio. Yeah, well, this would be one that you're probably not going to hold for a real long time. You're you're just kind of playing the energy trade here on the reopen and, you know, that kind of thing. So you're not maybe as concerned about the fees on that one because you won't be in it long. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, for your core portfolio, which you want to buy and forget, uh, and then obviously a value ETF like VTV more, makes more sense uh, in addition to core S&P ETFs like VOO and VTO and, or the total market ETF like VTI. Uh, but this is definitely worth a look if you if you believe that oil can continue to rise. Yeah. So should value investors be scared that all this money is rotating into it? Is this like a sign of the top since they are popular this year? So I would say it's not a sign of the top uh, because value has underperformed for the past so many years. Yeah. So probably this uh, trend can continue. And uh, uh, this year is very unique uh, because uh, everything was shut down last year. And now with uh, vaccinations and reopening, uh, economy is rebounding so strongly that uh, the, the growth rate that we will see the GDP growth rates that we will see this year, probably we, went, we haven't seen in years. So wow. obviously value and cyclical stocks will uh, do better. And also because technology and growth stocks did so well last year. So probably they need to take a, a breather though then they can continue to rise. Uh, but I think this trend of rotation into value will continue for some time. Okay. I like ending things on optimism. <laughs> Yay! And value. We've been waiting so long for something to be exactly. you know, optimistic. And, it, and mm -hmm. we're finally getting it this year. 
So let's hope it continues. Yay. Um, let me recap all the tickers we talked about because some of you might want to go and investigate some of these if you um, are interested in the value ETFs. So we had uh, the Vanguard value ETF. That's just the big one that we were talking about, the basic one, VTV, V is in Victor, T is in Tom, V is in Victor. Then the, um, let me see, I'll do the Invesco pure value ETF. So the small cap 600 pure value is RZ as in zoo and V as in Victor. Then the S&P 500 pure value ETF is R, P is in Paul, and V is in Victor. Then we had the momentum small cap pure ETF, which is intriguing. That one is X, S is in Sam, V is in Victor, M is in Mary. S, V, wait, X, S, V, M is that one. That's the one with GameStop. Um, then we had the iShares Focus, that's F-O-V-L, so F as in Frank, O-V as in Victor, L. Then if you want actively managed, which it looks like a lot of people do because some money is going into that, that's the Adventist uh, actively managed small, uh, is that small cap? Yeah. Um, value, which is A-V as in Victor, U-V as in Victor, A-V-U-V. And then we talked about the energy, which is a value right here, even though I think the forward P on that ETF is like 47, but that's to be expected because the, the E is still on the rise there as oil rises. So that one with the um, energy is uh, the Invesco small cap energy ETF, PSCE. P is in Paul, S, C is in cat, E. So I think that covers all that we've talked about today and there's a lot going on. So make sure you subscribe or get us somewhere. We're on Amazon Music, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on a couple other places, but be sure to get us somewhere and I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.